Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm on the M50. Beep, 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 wall to wall, as per usual. Doesn't matter what time you leave work. Doesn't matter what time you leave work. Welcome to the car park. And there's a highest beside me. And your man has all the windows down. Like, it's what, six degrees? He's all the windows down. He is blaring the tunes and giving it socks. As in literally, get, and I keep, you know when you keep leveling with someone? Yeah. Because I was in the middle lane and he was in like, he was on the outside lane. Yeah. And we, I just, I was, and he kept like looking over like, you, you up. I love that. Wall traffic, you up. But he was having a ball. I love that. Have a ball in traffic. It's not very often you see a car blasting the tunes. And I always put them in a good humour when exactly, somebody I'm like, is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I love it. I'm like, like you're having a great time. Contagious. Or, yeah. if, you know, if you're behind a car and you see that, like, the parents in the front and the kids are in the back and you can hear the music blaring and they're all having a fucking rave. I love it. It is amazing. More car raves. What? What did you call the van? Oh, yes. What was it? Hi, Ace. Ah. Carl, don't fight me on this. Like, hi, Ace. This is fucking bucket over there. You're very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. What's the story? My name is Jen. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing when I was saying like, Jen. I know, it's true. Jen, we have a format. Uh, you cannot, you cannot not. Switched it up a little bit. It's crazy. We here. need phone things for these mics. Why? Because my Spotify does this thing. I was listening to a podcast during the week and then ours came on immediately after. I was like, oh, we sound tinny. <laughs> so we need like phone what? things. That's weird. Every time I go on another podcast. Oh no, it's the best of shit, it is. Yeah. But I think other people use foamy things. You think it's we need to be softer? I think so, yeah. I think we're a bit okay. harsh. Well, if you're listening to me. Good news. We're crystal clear, but we're harsh. Yeah, we're very harsh. Very Good harsh on the ears. Mortgage approved. Great, Jen. Fucking finally. Delighted. Delighted. Delighted for you. So now we just have to wait in the probing. <laughs> Just still on going. Even better news. <gasps> what? My finger has re-knitted itself. Fuck off. Yeah. Do you know what's under it now? Did you see? Did you? No, but it's re-knitted. Okay. The strength, it's not flip-flop anymore. Oh, I can't talk about fingernails flopping off. It's <laughs> just bruising. Grand. And a bit of swell. Lovely. So it's similar to the pro way. Similar, yeah, similar still, We're still waiting to see what the outcome will be But we're getting there It's a step ahead it's a, it's a bit off your plate It's Something it's off forward. your shoulders 
Total melt. Oh, it's a big, it's a big sigh of relief over here. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the end of January, Carla's finger now is better. I got mortgage approved because I lost the last one. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there, lads. We're getting there. You got paid today, did you? I got paid. Um, no, I got paid. Uh, when did I get paid, Carla? You got paid yesterday. I, I got paid. Oh, sorry, I got paid yesterday. Yeah, so I was able to <laughs> fill all my subscriptions for my great doctor that I love loads and is really good. If you're looking for a recommendation, go anywhere but here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love so I can't wait to go and collect it. Ordered it. So you got your pre- prescription. Um, Life prescriptions. Is good. Five. Five. Yeah. Jesus, what's yeah. Roxy on? Do you mind? The fucking anti-nausea bollocks that he... Yeah. <laughs> the Ponston for some reason. <laughs> Didn't ask for it. I'll take a few of them off your hands. Uh, <laughs> fucking sick of buying ibuprofen. Yeah. The um, omeprazole. Okay. Or pantoprazole. I'm not sure which one that I was... Which one you're on. ...greeted with this time. Right. The B12. Oh, lovely. And the... Is a phosphate? Could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big sleigh. Big sleigh. Jesus. Yeah. Getting them yeah. into you. Yeah, getting the drugs into you. I'm rallied. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Rattling going down them <laughs> stairs. Rattling going down the M50. I was yeah. like, stay conscious. Woo. <laughs> Got an electric car. It doesn't make a sound. I do. <laughs> I do, though. Yeah. <laughs> I rattle. I rattle. Someone said that to me today. They were like, you're a bit chesty, are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Excuse me? You were a bit chesty when you came on here, yeah? You're a bit... um. Crackly, crackly. Oh, don't tell me that. That's my vocal fry. That's from singing in the car with your mom. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's from duetting. Duetting. We're going to have to add clarithromycin there to the fucking prescription. <laughs> Probably go back to him and they'll be like, uh, I don't know, uh, trachea removal? Not really sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Thought the fucking GPs were bad. You haven't met this bad boy. Mm. Speaking of toxic relationships. <laughs> between Carla nice and segue. Doctor. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. That's what this episode is about. And there's been massive um, yeah. contributions from y'all. So I think we should dive right in. Let's dive right in, shall we? Let's dive right in. Shall we? Um, what exactly did you say in the box? So, Give us context. Let us... Let us take a wander back. I think we said in one of our deeper dive patreon episodes that we were going to do something like this we had a couple of messages at the time being like i'd really like you to do this because i'm going through x situation mm-hmm. um cannot screenshot it of them at the time they're somewhere in my phone mm-hmm. who knows but we did get another listener request if you will mm-hmm. so uh, and this and this is the message. I will read the message out to you now. Uh, hey girls, I was wondering if you could do an episode on unhealthy slash toxic relationships. My friend is in a three-year relationship with a guy who's controlling and he treats her like shit. I'm afraid of giving too much info in case that she recognizes it. She's only confided in one friend, but we've all obviously discussed it as a group. He tries to isolate her from us, crosses sexual boundaries, calls her an idiot and makes her feel stupid. She said this herself. It's very hard to explain over text, but it's a combination of a thousand little things over the last couple of years. She told the one friend she confided in that she's going to give him one more chance, but she's given him a million chances. My worry is that it's going to get worse. We don't know how to help her as we're afraid of driving her away. We know the decision to leave has to come from her. We're just wondering what your thoughts and your experiences are on this topic. So that's the initial Mm -hmm. go and get, if you will. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of nuance to the, and look, we're going to put it, we actually have an expert who's coming on in yeah. a couple of weeks time to talk about 
kind of this but kind of not yeah so coming up on valentine's day uh women's aid are releasing their two into you campaign and we have mary coming on who it's she's one of the ones who advocates for the the campaign itself so we will have her on to speak about the campaign it's running from 14th of feb to the 8th march which is women's international women's day um and so if you do have any questions coming up to we're, we're recording on the 11th so if you before the 11th if you're listening to this before the 11th and you would like an expert's opinion or somebody who has dealt with obviously that kind of that that range of like from something that you might think is innocent to something that is obviously very 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 sinister get your questions into us and we can mm-hmm. ask Mary at the time. Because I feel like a lot of the time when me and Jen do these episodes, we'll get a lot of people on the, after listening yeah. and going, you know, kind of seeking further either advice or kind of just wanting to chat or vent or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did want to introduce the episode with the full picture as a bit of a trigger warning for anyone listening now. Um, there'll probably be a lot of there'll be a lot of talk about families unhealthy relationships there'll probably be a bit of sexual misconduct being talked about there'll be probably a, maybe not 100% sure I haven't I've scanned but I've, there'll be some sexual assault mm. we'll be talking about big trigger warning <laughs> bit for of a more serious yeah. episode this week bit yeah. of a more serious episode I just wanted to kind of give you guys so you can decide from what you've just heard what we're going to be talking about if you want to keep going if you want to keep going this is this is what we will be chatting about. Me mm. and Jen are going to be talking through our listener stories and also through some things that have helped listeners. Mm. Trying our best to kind of give advice, but also just talking about the nuances of the many, many relationships that we are in every single day. Yes, exactly. Cool. So we're going to be, we'll be touching on friendships and family relationships as well. Some of the ones that you are, I feel like friendships and family, toxic family relationships are probably a bit harder to, I think so too and I think as we go deeper through the listener submissions I think we'll be able I think it'll it'll trigger us oh yeah we always unlock a few memories over unlock a few memories so we will try and help so first of all we'll go back to the submission um I totally understand you don't want to give too much away Mm. in case she is a listener the the mate in a dodgy relationship to me Mm. It's like a tale as old as time in my life. It's because you have the outside perspective and you're not in the thick of it. It's so hard. Yeah. Because there is nothing you can do. Yeah. That is a, that's a huge singular but world revolving portion. If not, like I'm going to say like 90% of their life will be trying to deal with this and that will always be like it'll be like the hangover in their brain I think the only way out of this is if you are speaking with your if you are speaking with your friendship group about it the only advice I would give is try not to let it be the kind of culmination try not let it take over everything that you talk about yeah 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 Absolutely. I would try and keep a lid on it almost in a way. The reason being, number one, it's only going to hype you up a little bit more. Mm. Number two, speculation will always result. Ooh, speculation never results in anything good. I kind of almost feel, I totally understand in a way why your friend brought it to the group. 
because you might think that there's a little bit more help there but I do think there is something slightly unhealthy with discussing it with your other friends when she only confided in one yeah mm-hmm. and I get why but I also think that that can kind of lead on to unhealthy friendships in another way because once say that's dealt with or once she stays like what part are you going to play in that yeah like what you say and the opinions you give they're gonna linger even if the relationship ends yeah so that's that would just be my only watch out I think the best thing to do when your friends are in this relationship or in this kind of relationship is almost talk to them about anything but and I don't want to be like try and introduce hobbies and therapy but in a way try and introduce things that take them out of that situation Mm. so if it's if he's kind of controlling about like relate like friendships and relationships try and kind of pull try and do something like that seems super positive is it a running club is it a what you know those kind of things try and have like almost an activity where it kind of gets her out of that hole Mm -hmm. I would also recommend possibly like trying to steer them toward like oh, like not like a for you page but almost try and steer them toward the correct material where there might be a bit more of a realization she's already coming to yeah from what we've heard here she's already kind of see i don't know about that there i don't know no? if i agree with that really because i like obviously and like i'm mine and adam's relationship isn't a toxic one but it's the only way i can compare my situation to or her situation and like relate to it in any way but like there's sometimes me and Ty, me and Adam would have a fight and I most of the time people don't know that we would have an argument but when I'm really fucking riled up that's when I'll say something. So it depends on the mood. Like if she was feeling really fucked off that day that's probably the only reason why she said it. But why is she confiding in one friend? And why is it like let's tries to isolate her from us. Okay that's personal opinion but also, also kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Cross the sexual boundaries. Yeah, I suppose. Calls like her an idiot and makes her feel stupid. And she has said this herself. And that's what I mean. She, and makes her feel stupid. It's not the girls being like, and she looks like a tick. It's her saying to the girls, he makes me feel stupid. This isn't a one-off. Like, if you kept coming to me and being like... But that's what I can't really gauge from that message. Is it, is it a one-time or is this is it the one friend being told things constantly? I can't... No, this is... The, she's confided in this one friend, but she's confiding repeatedly. Oh, okay. That's To this different. one friend is right. what I'm picking up from. See, from... I thought of it as it was just like the one time. Yeah. She said it's a combination of a thousand things over the last few years. So she has that one friend that she is confiding to probably over the last few years. Mm. That one friend has probably hit a limit now where she's like brought it to the group. And as I said, yeah, grand, yeah. I understand why it's been brought to the group, but I almost would, in another way, try and watch out as to that kind of culminate as to that becoming like the group yeah discussion board because when she do, when it does come out and it will come out that you all kind of knew you're then kind of controlling her feeling a little bit attacked and a little bit isolated from you guys yeah so I nearly feel like an intervention when it does come out like that's what i mean and i think that in another way if somebody was being if you're in a friendship group and everybody's really good friends but like Jen has just spoken to me about this but Jen has spoken to me repeatedly about this over the years and then you're kind of getting to a point being like what the fuck do I do here mm. I can see why you would turn around but I, I think and that's why I'm saying I can see why you turn around and confide but just be careful about how much that becomes yeah yeah 
that becomes like difficult. My, as I said, my personal experience with it, and there's been a good few. And Stace even wrote in being like, should I not be guest starring on this? <laughs> She's so many stories. Oh, uh, if you haven't listened to her Patreon episode, it's it's a good actually, one. It's up on the top of the list of people's. She still has famous. to come. She actually still has to come back and do first dates because she's had enough of those two. But um, there is that real. You almost can't show your cards too early as a friend because that's some things that I've made a mistake in the past where I've been like, he's a fucking clown. Yeah. And lo and behold, a couple of years later, you're like. They get married. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sitting there going, oh. Yeah, whoopsies. But I do think like there is, there has to be um, an allowance for mates being like, well, he's be, a yeah. fucking idiot. How dare he do that to me? You know, like yeah. that kind of thing. You're hyping your friend up. Yeah. Um, I was recently in a, a situation where my friend was kind of confiding in me and it was like, we hadn't talked in ages. And then she kind of told me a load of stuff that had been happening. And it was kind of like a catch up of all this shit. Yeah. And I was just like, you're worth more than that. Yeah. It, it, you know, like we, we go to the cinema or we go and do something and it would kind of re- remove her from the situation. But generally, especially if you're kind of at the stage of your life where you're only seeing your mate like once every fucking six weeks because life just gets in the way. That's kind of all you do when you do meet up is you catch up and then you're kind of stuck in this. So I don't even know the context of their relationship. Like, do they hang out? Or is it just a, like, oh... We'll, we'll meet up in three weeks or whatever. Yeah. So you don't know. It's all that as well. Like how often the mates see each other and that can nearly steer a conversation. And yeah. Well, look, you what know, we'll do you're is... You're nearly binging on a catch-up then and it's just like you're spilling, you're spilling the yeah. whole thing and that's the all you end up doing yeah. together, like is yeah. talking about the relationship or whatever. Or just... I, I suppose a very important thing as well is just making her realise her worth and like you say steer her in the direction of the materials where she might see it because like even sometimes when you are confiding in a mate that's their one opinion and you know them years and half the time you don't listen you don't listen no like if you asked your ma or you said something was going wrong in your life and your ma told you one thing you'd be like no and then somebody else could say the exact same thing and you'd be like, like oh yeah, my oh god my, no one's ever said that to me the salmon of knowledge yep. like thank you so much for that <laughs> and look i think it was kind of that that message was quite open so i think as we work mm. through as we work through some of the other submissions and some of the other things that people would like us to talk about in this episode uh there might be more answers yeah for the listener and also for anybody listening right now mm-hmm. so uh i got a long one Okay, I have a really good story. I had a friend that was my best friend in high school. I was really unpopular in high school and I found making friends super challenging. I also wasn't a pushover and I was the type that didn't have a backbone. So any attention from anyone, I took it and I took that they wanted to be my friend. So anyway, her name was Madison. M-A-D-D-I-S-Y-N. Oh. Madison. Very tropical. <laughs> Very foreign. <laughs> Foreign, I was like, I won't say foreign, I'll say topical. Very foreign. Um, no warless, no, no ephus. I thought she was really nice. We met in our orchestra camp during the summer holidays. She was amazing. She was funny and she was always telling jokes. However, the trouble started whenever we would hang out. It was super awkward. She'd nine out of ten times always cancel at the last minute. I'm talking the morning of us catching up or arranging plans. I'd always have to do it on her terms and it was honestly really awkward. Basically, only if her mother could drop us at the place that we were going to meet, then it was fine. 
Mind you, this girl did not take public transport. These mind games and her standing uh, me up happened again and again, but naive that I didn't realize that she was being a really bad friend. In fact, she was, in fact, she was so naive she tried giving me her used iPhone 7 Plus as a gesture as to being a good friend to keep the good friendship going. Ooh. She called me her gay best friend, even though me as a heterosexual man tried telling her not to call me that repeatedly. Basically tried queer baiting me. Jeez. And then she'd like always dump her problems on me. Problems she'd had with guys without me having a chance to share my own problems. In this friendship, there was no give or take. Super red flag right here. Um, oh, sorry. Super red flag right here. One day I'd had enough and I left her as my friend. She tried to get back together as a friendship and sent me a bunch of emails, all to the different email accounts she had found that were mine after I blocked her phone number and iMessage after the first lockdown of COVID. And I just told her I didn't want to keep the friendship going anymore. Outlined her behavior and that, frankly, I don't accept values like that. So this is, you You noticed, you recognized it and you got yourself out of it. Yeah, that's really good. It, it's hard though. It's, it's like interesting it's, when they try and kind of grapple you back. Yeah, when they obviously don't value it in the first place. So what's the fucking point? Like, But then it's kind of, and that's, and I don't want to be like, I feel sorry for her. Who's the villain here? But maybe she really doesn't recognize that behavior. Well, she does. She seriously needs help. But yeah, there are kind of two pe- two kinds of toxic people. Ones that do it on purpose because they love control and they want to make you feel small. And then there's others who are so unaware. Have actually grown up just being brought up like that and uh, there's so many people like even just in my day today that I'm like you're not a, an evil person like this isn't intentional but you're you're a bit shit and you need to be kind of called out on it do you know that yeah. there are people who do it unintentionally and like realistically with the amount of kind of awareness these days there's no excuse for it but I do think we're in a bit of a mad generation as well because we're kind of like the, and there's a lot of talk around our generation being the ones to kind of change shit up and yeah. recognize behaviors that shouldn't have ever been accepted. Yeah, and we're kind of changing the trajectory. Yeah, of the way society acts. But then you have the people who are just like, oh yeah, and they can't fucking say on these days. Everybody's wearing PCs. Everybody's wearing fucking sets. They can't say snowflakes. It's like no, you're actually. Very toxic, and you, no, uh, you're the worst. You manipulate people into, yeah, yeah. you're actually it, pretty it's bad. It's you, <laughs> you're the you're problem, the problem not me. Yeah, I'm going to do like, yeah, mm. I think there is that kind of there's an acknowledgement. I think it's tough if you're a friend who gives 80 and they give 20, and you mm. get to a point where you're like, I'm gonna cut them off, and they start to scramble. I find that a bit more difficult than anything else because you're battling your old feelings about the friendship as well as trying to like stick your ground yeah absolutely so you almost have to kind of and it nearly nearly makes you want to give them a chance just to see but then it's the same old shite same old shite and I think I think sometimes there is a lot of irreparable damage yeah like I think there's only so much you can take and then when you have that break in your head you're like okay that's I don't want to I don't want to go back to that feeling I don't want to go back to that feeling of like expectation out of that person Mm. and thinking that it's going to be different and it doesn't matter if it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever there is that kind of you build this up in your head where you feel like there's almost hope yeah and there might be something for you and then you just continuously so when you get to that nice it's almost like a numbing point when you get to that numbing point 
and then they flip the switch it's very hard to kind of try and meet yeah in the middle i'd like to hear if anybody has actually gotten there and gotten back to a place of really good friendship yeah without it being like a traumatic life event that you could without it being the, the event not them do you know that kind of way mm-hmm. like if it's just them or if it's like maybe they're having you know uh a couple of personal issues or something quite traumatic happening in their background that you're kind of like you were a bit shit but now we're on level grounds yeah yeah yeah, yeah a bit strange yeah you don't really hear of it repairing itself like you don't it's I think not. it's I think friendship's a very yeah. hard thing to repair I think relationships I think any kind of like I think to be honest it's hard to repair with a boyfriend mm. I think it's harder to repair with a friend yeah because I think with a boyfriend there's almost like an exchange I think with a friend they don't like they're not 100% all of the time no that's it and you have I think so many more years on a relationship when it's friendship yeah there's a much longer history there yeah and there's so much more like context to it and I feel like you give it more chances Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no you are because you're not like it's not as if you're gonna marry the person you know they're not like you're going to be your family one day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, there's a few in the box. Um, and obviously some of these can be very triggering. And I think a lot of people, especially like this is what I mean about the behavior when you were growing up, even as a teenager, because I came across a few of these. Um, and like, this just, like, I know these people. I've come across a few of these and I'm just a bit like. You, where did you but I know these days did never you know what I mean did never act like that it was just one of these things that was said and it's a fucking horrible thing so it's basically he kept threatening to kill himself if I left oh no 10 years later we broke up and he's still alive and kicking like that whole why do people go to that place I I'd don't love know. to well we'll chat about it more in a couple of weeks time but why and I know it's a real like last ditch it's a real coercive technique it's a very desperate measure and it unfortunately works yeah most of the time because people are like i'd rather live with him than live with the guilt mm. or i'd love to rather live with them rather than live with the guilt but it's such a manipulative fucked up so thing to do manipulative. like it's jesus it's it's oh, yeah like you say how do you even get to that level but then i feel like the majority of people who have even said that to me in the past like they would never say it these days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just one of those things that y- you fucking said it because you knew it worked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't realise the sincerity behind it or the, like, the morbid kind of nature behind it. Yeah, true. You know, I'm not excusing it at all, but I, d- I do feel like there have been people who have said it and would never say it again. Like, they've realised. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of a thing that people did, which is fucking weird. It's like... Obviously, they're not comparable, but it reminds me of the lying about being pregnant. Yes. Very same energy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very, again, coercive, manipulative behavior. Not something you're never going to have a... You're just not going to have, in any way, a good or healthy relationship after pulling one of those. No, definitely not. Like, it's just... And it's kind of... What is it called? It's it's weaponized... um, I don't know, like, it's just, it's weaponized language. Like, it, yeah. do you know, it's just like, it's... There's a lot more to it than... Yeah. You'd think. I know, it's so weird. And like that, a lot of young girls probably did it and would never... Ever. Ever these days, but yeah. it's just when... I, I feel like this happened a lot when I was in my early 20s. I heard a lot of this sort of stuff happening, but it would never these days. Do you yeah, know I, I, I know a couple of people who yeah. pulled it. Yeah, that's I had, what I mean. I had one friend who pulled it quite a bit until she actually ended up pregnant. 
But see, this is the thing. Like, this is what I, I think it was one of those things that people just didn't even think about the sincerity behind it. They were just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll say it and see what happens. Yeah. You know, didn't... <laughs> not necessarily evil people, you know. Just... Just really fucking into the person. Too into them. Do you know? Um, toxic friendship I have a friend who makes everything about her Regardless of what it is Any story or topic She always makes it about her She never asks a question about you when she speaks She made a speech at my wedding I didn't My husband didn't And we didn't have a bridal party We were meant to elope But because of COVID We got married on the beach near our house And we just had drinks with friends after We live abroad There was not meant to be speeches of any kind We didn't have our families there So I did not want it to be a wedding as such When I went into labour She kept showing up at my house Dropping off food and offering let me know what you need me to do. She wasn't asked to do anything at all and I wasn't even responding to her messages. When the baby arrived, she told the story about how she was keeping us fed and watered the whole time I was in labour. She then also told us that she walked around our house and saw me in labour getting into the car to go to the hospital. The list goes on and on, but I'm so over it. It's not really a friendship I can exit from. I have put boundaries in place and it's taken a few years, but slowly getting there. Oh God, that's when it really gets toxic, isn't it? Because it's like, I don't want to be here, but I cannot get rid of you. But here's all the things and I've made peace with myself not being able to get rid of you. But by God, you wind me the fuck up. Yeah, they're really annoying traits in a person. So annoying. There is, there's plenty of friendships out there that you can't exit from. And I totally sympathise. Yeah. Because there really is. And I know a few people, there's a few people that I know that are in, that are almost in circles like that, where I'm like, you're so stung. I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing you can do about this. I know. See, that person as well, like, I know we're kind of taking the piss saying it's so irritating, but that person is just genuinely mad about herself and delighted with, her, with herself just being that She's probably quite it, disillusioned about what the friendship yeah, is and her position yeah, in that's the friendship. What I, mean. I, I think can't, that's it. Like she probably thinks she's a little bit more important to that, you. Yeah, that's and what I mean. Again, you really go back to it being sad. I know that's what I mean. I'm kind of like, do I feel sorry for the person? But at the same time, that wreck me head, and they they do need to kind of be aware of their own behavior. Like, yeah, I, I there's there's a few situations I've ever been in where I'm just like. You're a bit too familiar. This this is not our relationship. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? And it's, like, it's just so awkward. Over familiarity for me. I know. You nearly kind of look at them as if to say, oh, God, they're not well. Do you know? <laughs> In that way, which is, it's, it like, again, it's sad, but if you were to ever say it to her, she'd be, like, actually, I genuinely think the person would be heartbroken. Yeah, to be told, you know, yes, that's yes, why yes, I yes. kind of feel sad for her in a but way. It's not your responsibility. No, it's not. It's, it's absolutely it's not. It's not. Like, no, and it's not normal behaviour to be. No, no, putting yourself in somebody else's sitch. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, here we go. I love that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. I was 19 or 20. I got with a nice guy. You know, the one. And he was two years older than me and literally obsessed, which was grand for the first couple of months until it was an absolute intense obsession. Would get annoyed when I had to study after work or do assignments. Oh. Would be always be like, I'll collect you and bring you home, but then be pissed off that I didn't invite him in. Then he'd always accuse me of cheating. Okay, girls, I'm just going to tell you, I'm not even going to move any further before I say, if he is accusing you of cheating, mm. the Run. call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. This chap is ripping you off or doing something that he is, it doesn't come off nowhere. It's not, we've done a cheating episode, go back and listen to it. There's a lot of insecurity that is based in cheating, but it's that same insecurity that makes them ask you these things. Mm-hmm. It's like insecurity mixed with their own guilty conscience. And yeah. they're almost trying to demonize you to be like, well, if I'm at this shit, you must be. Anyway, um, and it goes along with the love bombing. Uh, always, I manipulate him into feeling sorry for him. He'd be annoyed if I didn't invite him out with me. And sometimes he'd just conveniently show up. Sorry, another thing that I would like to say is they love to do that too. And then again, love bomb you. So you're like, no, nah, he's obsessed with me. He'd never rip me off. Yeah. I mm. Like 99% of the time, he is out doing bits. Best belief. Uh, couldn't handle his drink Which was a total ick But whenever I tried to break up with him It was just another I do everything for you And then some tears So I'd feel absolutely terrible Because deep down He was a nice guy Also didn't quite get That no means no oh. Again they dra- They're so good at it This fella's a walking red flag Yeah There's so many stories I could go into Like him showing up at my job When I wouldn't text him back <gasps> Fuck. And another, oh my god And another time he told me That his friend Who was a solid two Said he was too good for me I swear I was just going, uh, sorry, I swear I was just out dancing with my friends and my boyfriend at the time had made up some massive scenario in his head, probably because he was conducting that scenario in his bed. <laughs> so that's probably why. Um, that's yeah. probably what happened there. Uh, one night he was at some gig in the Three Arena and wanted me to go to meet him after to go back to his. So he expected me to leave my gaff, bus into town, get the bus out of town to sleep in a single bed with him. And when I didn't, of course, he made up in his head that I was out cheating. It was so intense as well. I'm lucky I got out after a year because his next girlfriend had his babies and I really hope she's okay. Oh, God. Um, And then she sent us a meme and it was a tweet. Or sorry, she sent us a tweet that said, when I watched Ratatouille, I was like, there's no way that rat could control that guy. And then I remembered, I let a rat control me for a year (laughs) and a half. Yeah. Oh, it's... it's, But then at the time, when you're in these situations, you're kind of like... Obsessed with me. That's that's what I mean. You're like, you're, no, he's upset. They blind by the law. Amp like. up that mm. so they can also be at the other crack. Yeah. And if they're not out now cheating, they're definitely doing something dodge, as in they're probably texting birds or on some sites or whatever else like that. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that Facebook group has opened my eyes to some shit that has gone on people's lives. Yeah, that I know is, what some people go through is is a bit like no, it's really rocked me. As in, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I would go so far, unpopular opinion, bonus one, because it's Carlos this week. <laughs> uh, 75% of one half of a relationship are sociopaths. Mostly, not all men, but it's always men. It's always men. No, there are some women. Oh, no, there was a woman who posted, er- posted earlier, and I was like, girl, you are. <laughs> she got slaughtered in the comments. And I was like, girl, you Was are. this the 
in shape guy and the yeah. out shape guy. <laughs> It's like, girl, girl, you need to, girl, your head needs to be checked. Girl. You need to go to therapy, girl. Yes. Jesus. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fuck. Bobby says to me the other day, right? Bit lighthearted after all that seriousness. Um, he loves repeating when somebody says a bad word, but he doesn't say, like, oh, daddy said a bad word in a van. He'll repeat it, like numerous times so that he gets you know it's like he's on his chest and he needs to get out and he came up with the best i'm gonna start using it he's like jean my dad said in the van the other day and i says what and he goes genie mackers fuck <laughs> it's like it's not a bad one it's not a bad one it's not a bad one at all adam would never say genie mackers never ever so he was genie. just trying to tack it oh, on yeah, to absolutely. see that okay he was okay. just t- wanted to say it he was like he giving was like, you the side eyes genie mackers fuck yeah genie mackers Fuck! And I was like, that's actually a stomper. I And I was like, no, he didn't. And then he started pissing himself off. Then I started, but it was funny. Anyway, uh, little six factor here, and then we'll go on to our, to wrap up Neil. Because we need to record our Patreon. Um, hey girls, I was in a toxic relationship, emotionally slash mentally abusive relationship for about three years. Broke me and affected all of my other relationships. He forced me to end friendships and you all right <laughs> what i'm just trying to load up <laughs> oh something for the oh yeah you're sorry uh sorry let me start that again uh me sorry so he uh broke me affected all of my other relationships that he forced me to end friendships and tried to stop me seeing my family took me over a year to build up the courage to leave and it was not easy he would be super nice for a while. Sorry, these are all separate in the question box. That's why I'm kind of breaking it up. And I can't read. <laughs> That's why I get the box because they're all little ones. <laughs> Jen was like, and you Sorry, can I'm trying read to that? break the tension as well. I'm ah! really like, uh, find this hard to navigate. Fucking hell. Um, sorry. My, yeah, so uh, super nice to me for a while and then would turn on me once he realised he wasn't getting anywhere. He threatened to kill himself and used the son as a way to guilt trip me. Oh. Best advice, tell people what you're going through. Uh, go no contact ASAP if you can, which is difficult if you have kids. But at the very least, block block them on all socials. It's so, so hard, but you won't look back and won't recognise yourself. The best thing I ever did was get out. So there's a bit of advice to somebody who's clearly been through it. I love the... Like, I love the way it's like, no, yeah. do it. You're going to believe yeah. me. It's I love shy, that, yeah. It. I love the kind of like, this is... The other side. It's the hindsight talk. The best way forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I th- <sighs> we did an episode about ghosting before and we kind of spoke a little bit about... Just cutting ties. Cutting ties with toxic people. Mm. And while I... D- I see so many conflicting opinions about it, but sometimes you have to, you know, in the in the words of Liv on Love Island looking for a fella, I have to look after... Uh, there's only one person I have to look after in here, and it's me. I was yeah. like, are you not here for a relationship? But okay. Yeah. In a way, though, it applies to this situation because there is... Yeah. Like if it helps you to get over that. And maybe it could be a case like it's it's not fair. Mm. It's not right, but it's okay. Yeah, I know. I, th- I think in some situations, it, it, it's it, it's the context of every situation. Like if you're in a... But you never know until the time's like again. If there's a misunderstanding and somebody goes, somebody's like, oh, I did it for that. I was like, oh shit, I didn't realise it because of that. You know, that kind of... Whereas if it's a clear like... 
He's a fucking toxic. He's like, somebody is going to probably not survive this. It's That's the time, do you know? But again, it's not that easy. But just take it from our listener. She's your hindsight speaking. Uh, you have an unpopular opinion? I do. You know those little things that just send you west? <laughs> I'm about to tell you one yeah, of them. But you know, like irrationally yeah. west. Yeah. Like when you see it freeze up yeah and you nearly fling the phone across the room you're so aggro <laughs> yeah what americans call pasta noodles oh my god Why? i just, just sorry i'm just uh readjusting my baseline <laughs> for you <laughs> your temper oh That's my not- god the worst thing oh it's so irritating i'm like why are you calling it noodles it's fucking pasta yeah and um, i know they're like pasta noodles no it's pasta <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it's a different yeah you know i, you I know where it. it comes from you know what it's called in the country <laughs> call it what it's called spaghetti it's gay spit pen a Boosily. The fuck. Come on. Carbonara, the fuck. <laughs> There's all Get your noodles. For- oh, you could be making like, you could be making the most beautiful mm. and I will, and I'm gone. I've You've scrolled. lost me. I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, okay. I've deleted, I've blocked you. <laughs> you yeah. You're not but even aware. No, there is a massive difference, yeah, between. They noodles. Look, they look the same. They're made out of egg and pasta's not. Just flour and all shit involved in that. <laughs> so, there you go. Is it? Yeah. So then, are they wrong? Yes. <laughs> noodle doesn't mean egg. I don't. I don't know the correlation there. Noodles, noodles are a totally. Noodles. Yeah. There's. Yeah. There's egg noodle. Yeah. Yeah. But that's more to do with ingredients. Is it less that to do with the same dough? It's not the same dough. Jen, it's not the same fucking thing. It's not the same recipe. It's not the way. It's not anything to do with noodles. Noodles are. We know what noodles are, right? What we are were they? introduced to them back in the day. Probably at around 12 coca noodles. We were eating them in school, right? Yeah. That wasn't where noodles came from. We were eating them out of the Chinese before that, but we didn't know what was going on. We just thought your dad was a bit weird ordering something a bit fancy, right? Yeah. We know what noodles are. Noodles are a totally, totally, they're more of an Asian Thai quiz, cuisine. <laughs> you see, Skate is not you'd that. See, you'd see a noodle nest, nest of noodles. You'd see a nest of fine noodles. I have some in the press, they're beautiful. You wouldn't see You're a nest of spaghetti. You, know, you wouldn't see a sketty nest. No, you no. wouldn't. And it drives me balubas. I want to know what the difference is with the ingredients of the... Like if you're making it from scratch though. Because I don't think they're 100% wrong. Well, not, they're, they are 100% wrong. They're not. You have to use a pasta flour. Like there is a specific right. pasta flour. Okay. But I... I can't get on board with it, Jen. Right, oh, fair enough. That's like it's your opinion. It's your unpopular opinion. You go with it. Have you got a stamper? So we can cheer you up a little bit. I'm actually googling this now because you're annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between noodles are made with flour f- flour milled from common wheat? Oh. Pasta is processed from durum semolina, which is a cor- which is coarser than typical flour, and 
you process it totally different because they taste fucking different. They, I know they taste different. I was just so like... So why are you sitting there as if it's fine? You see them making a beautiful carbonara sauce and they're like, I'm going to go grab my noodles and you don't automatically think a pot noodle? Yeah, I did. no, I would, yeah. Super and you're sitting noodles. there going, I still enjoy this? No. It's the same shape. Oh, no. Oh, no, you I, don't no, sit look, there. I, right. You don't enjoy it. I know you. I don't watch recipes. That's the thing. Like, this is you worldly <laughs> for me. You, you, you do. do. You know exactly what I mean. Agree with me. Should have turned green. I'm fucking <laughs> you. That's a reaction. I can't believe you didn't just turn around and automatically go, sure. Yeah. No. Look it. You're not wrong. I'm fucking just, it just, right. Well, it doesn't send me, it doesn't send me as, as west. Probably southwest, you know. <laughs> because on the side. On the side. Northwest, a little bit. Just a little bit to the side. Have you got a stamp on me tree up a little bit? You're al- yeah. You're already after... Don't look at me like that! You're already after playing a little bit of it and I'm just like, I already know I'm not going to like one. Carla's Stomper of the Week. I was actually going to say I'm stopped. I'm not going to do Stomper of the Week anymore. Oh, you know. Because. Oh, shit, I didn't mean. Ah, no. Every time I do, I just can't with your fucking vacant expression. <laughs> That's the. F- <laughs> give it. Let's do. Let's give us feedback. What do you think of Carla's Stompers? Because. Be, you know. Because I've only gotten good from this I've only gotten bad from you. <laughs> is it me? Am I the problem? Yeah, it is. You're the problem. All right, go on, play. Anyway, it's called Must Be. It's by Lou Phelps. It's just, it's again, it's a good walking song, song in the car, something to lighten the mood, something to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So. It isn't it? <laughs> it is a book. I don't, what do you? What would you play? What would you play right now? Uh, and you can't say Maniac Two Thousand. No. That's, no. Hang on. Hang on a sec now. I have to put me on the spot now. Hang on. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. Genie Mackers. Fuck. Genie Mackers. Fuck. <laughs> Hang on. What's the latest thing I added to it? Feeling playing rapid. Hang on a sec. Uh, oh yeah. But obviously I'm not going to be connected to this. I'll just have to go raw. Hang on. Oh, my phone's on silent. After. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And she critiques me. Oh, my God. Oh, oh she's still... What? What's going on, What's going Jeff? on? I'm playing Black Betty. I'm f- it's over. It's done. The moment has passed. We can't, we're fucking shy at this. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> we are shy at podcasting. <laughs> We've been this was a mess. This is a for a serious episode. This was a mess. <laughs> we'll do better next time, guys. I promise. We have to go and record another fucking episode now. Jesus Christ! Hopefully, it's a little bit better. Come and join us on Patreon if you want to see how we get on. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.